What is going on, women's wrestling fans, and welcome back to another episode of WCW, better known as Women Can Wrestle. My name is RJ. And I'm Wade. And today we're here to cover basically what happened in this week in women's wrestling. Um, we got a lot to talk about today. You know, we're just going to cover the WWE half for now, and we'll probably revisit this, uh, the other AEW and Impact stuff next week. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll start out with a little bit of news um, about uh, someone's contract not... Yeah, someone's contract expiring. How do you, I'll let you take it away with this because I, I have mixed feelings. Oh, we're talking about my, one of my favorite wrestlers? Yes. One yes. of my favorite female wrestlers? Someone, someone who should have held gold, singles gold. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But got a tag title reign whatever. Yeah. Uh, as we broke it on WCW on uh, Twitter that FIFA reported that Candice LeRae's contract has officially expired. This was reported about six months ago that it was on the way to expiring. But usually we what happens is with WWE contracts, if a star is pregnant or has an injury, their contract is put on hold or frozen. You know, obviously this wasn't the case with Candace and it's run out now. So the wrestling world literally started talking about what she's going to do. She's going to go. And honestly, Candace is a new mother. Yes. She wants to be a mom. Let the woman be a mom. Let her enjoy her life. But if she wants to come back and wrestle, that is her choice, her decision. But I'm going to say it now. Wherever Candace most likely ends up, Johnny is right there to follow. So it'll be wherever she goes, he goes. Yeah. And I think that's kind of what they've been kind of trying to do. Um, I'll say this. As a fan and me being selfish, I'm really sad to see Candace go uh, because my my main consumption of wrestling is through WWE, NXT, things like that. And so that's where I I mean, I I knew of Candace, but I really got familiar with her, you know, through her WWE run. And I feel like she was we use it. We use the term underutilized a lot. And I feel like it gets thrown around to just anyone that just doesn't get a title reign. But mm-hmm. I feel like if you think of anyone that was truly, truly underutilized, it 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 was it was her. Um yeah. Yeah. I just I, I feel short changed. I know I, I I was just gonna say I just feel short changed. I feel mm-hmm. like we got we got shorted. We did. We've definitely got shorted. I mean there were some times when Candace was there that you were like she could hang and she could probably mm-hmm. probably beat somebody for this like but in the time she had gotten there there was bianca there was Rhea, there was shayna you know you had the run and then when the wave came around it should have been like yo candace is right there yeah yep like let her run with it i think a candace tag a candace title run would have been great now i am i am a huge candace fan and whatever she wins or does i am fully supportive of I'm happy she got the tag title reign, but again, it was short-lived due to the fact that she found out she was pregnant. Yeah. And that's yeah. not a knock on her. It kind of sucked because I feel they had bigger plans. Not sucked. Yeah. It felt like they had bigger plans for yeah. her with yeah. those tag titles with Indy. So and again, also- utilizes is, is a very, very, very key word to use for Candice. Yeah. And I, I feel like with WWE, I wish they would have just pulled the trigger when she was at her peak. 
because I feel like we'll never get to see Candice reach her peak in WWE because people come back, you know, never, never say never. But I feel like she should have had her time. And WWE is always late to pull the trigger. But, you know, like you said, she's a new mom and, you know, she enjoys to enjoy her family. She deserves to enjoy her family and um, or, or the work, you know. Uh, so where, whatever Candice does, you know, whatever you do, Candice, you know, WCW is right behind you, uh, supporting you and anything that you choose to do. So, yeah. Um, so I guess we want to jump right into it, I guess, Friday night. Uh, SmackDown. <laughs> right. I don't understand Raquel Rodriguez. Like, she's like, oh, I'm so beautiful. Let me sit in retention. And it's like, you come off as like Mandy Rose, but then commentary right after that introduced her as like this, this immovable, sturdy badass. So like, are you like beautiful and everyone's you're the center of attention or are you a badass? Like, It's, what, it's confusing. In NXT, yeah. see, this is why I feel like the writers on on Raw or SmackDown don't watch the product or yeah. are told to change things. Raquel on NXT was a powerhouse, a badass. Yes. She beat people up, and that's what her job was. Yeah. That's all she did. She beat people up. In her NXT reign, as much as we didn't like it, she beat a lot of credible people. Yeah. And at the end, now they want her to smile more and be more baby face. Like that's not Raquel. It's that's so not stupid. Her style. That's it's dumb. It's really just. Uh. It's like she has this weird Cheser cat, like Crest commercial smile all the time, and it's so dumb. It's like she she smiles more than Molly Holly. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. It's, it's just too much and it's not befitting to her. You mm -hmm. know, like nah. she is not, it doesn't fit her at all. And it's not to say Raquel can't smile, you know, because everybody's entitled to be happy and smile. But like for the character of Raquel Gun Rodriguez? Rodriguez. Rodriguez. Yeah, Rodriguez. It just it doesn't fit and I don't like it. Um, I I can't wait till they get over this home with her. Um, and they find out, figure out what, what she is. You know, she beat some local talent and or whatever. And, it um, is what it is, man. Yeah. Raquel, Raquel, hopefully, Raquel has a strong reign or strong run on SmackDown because uh, breaking news: the the draft has been announced. No, I hate the draft. <laughs> oh, but don't worry, you got time. We got time. We got time to figure out the pieces. The draft will not take place until after SummerSlam. It's so dumb, though. Like, okay, we'll, we'll get to this when we get to Raw. But what I noticed on Raw with, with the main event was you had six women with six different feuds, and it all fits together like a glove. Exactly. Like, you <laughs> finally get it right. And now you're like, well, time for a draft. Like, no, 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 don't do that. Like, <laughs> no, please. Please, please let them feud. Please let these women have it. Rock, let it rock, man. Like it's so, it's so stupid to me because you finally found your footing and you just you gonna fuck it up, man. But mm -hmm. I, I don't know. That's neither here nor there. Let's let's get back on that SmackDown. We'll talk yeah. about that later when we get to the six woman feud. Um, so Naomi and Shayna had a, a decent match. Uh, decent. one on one. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the story here wasn't about the match. I think they wanted the story to be the aftermath of the match to kind of light some fire into the feud. Mm -hmm. it, it still didn't light a fire in me. It didn't make me really? go, oh, man, I really care about this. 
is it Shane and Natalia, or is it just like you don't think they're the right opponents? They're not the right opponents. Mm -hmm. They're not the right opponents. Yeah. It, it, and you know what bothers me? It's like it feels like Natty's cheating on Shayna because she's on NXT too. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like I can't take you seriously because you're not with your tag partner. If Natty would have brought Shayna with her to NXT, I'd have been like, okay, you're yeah. st you're still together, so it's yeah. something you're just continuing it. You're yeah. just doing it on another brand. Yeah. I don't feel it because Natty and Shayna are a legit tag team. They aren't a threat to me. I do not see this lasting long term. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. move me at all. And the yeah. shittiest part about this all is now we know that the tag titles are going to be defended in a week. Not at backlash. Not, no, a backlash. No, no, no. Not at backlash. There can only be one women's match on backlash. And I got we got our thoughts about that one already. Where yeah. Sasha and where T Boston Glow will face Shayna and Natty on SmackDown the week after backlash. Whatever. <sighs> whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I agree with you. I don't think Shane and Natalia are hitting. I feel like partly because even when Shane was with Nia Jax, Shane wasn't built to be a threat. You know, she's not yeah. the NXT Shane that we know. She's the bumbling, you know, fumbling, losing by a roll up, you know, like Shayna. And it, it's just it just doesn't do anything for me. I wish the beat down. I, I love the sharpshooter uh, underneath the ropes. That was beautiful. That was cool. That was cool. Probably, I didn't probably the cleanest sharpshooter Natalia's ever done. Ever. Um, yeah. Ever. Yeah. Her, hers be kind of rough sometimes, but I think that's kind of her personality. But um, I th I wish there would have been like a chair involved or some steel steps or just something to kind of make, you know, more oomph to it or like a true beat down. Mm -hmm. um, but I guess, you know, they're building it up. Like how they built up Liv and Rhea. To feud with Naomi and Sasha, so this is their crescendo went into a, a a a big finish. So I, I guess we'll see how it ends, but decent match and the aftermath was, I guess, okay. Um, so moving on to Eugene's uh, favorite feud, Wade's favorite feud, um, we have the uh, Ronda and Charlotte <laughs> in a uh, beat the clock challenge. I know you you love this. Beat the clock only makes sense when it has people I give a shit about in it. Yeah. You you fed Shotzi Blackheart, because I'm a still call her Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah. You fed Shotzi Blackheart to Ronda Rousey. I mean, literally fed her to her, yep. and she washed her. Then you had Aaliyah go the distance against Charlotte Flair. And it was so stupid to me because I feel like with Charlotte's, look, they, they, this is the most inconsistent characterization of Charlotte Flair we've seen. With Charlotte Flair's ring IQ, even with her, you know, quote unquote, even if you try to go the she underestimated Aaliyah, I feel like it still doesn't speak to Charlotte and her ring IQ that she supposedly has. Mm -hmm. You know, knowing Charlotte Flair, she's not concerned about like taunting and Rhonda, look at this. Like Charlotte Flair is a very focused individual. Right. And for her to get like shenanigan. You know, out of a uh, a beat the, out of a beat the clock challenge, it just it didn't make any sense. You would it, it would have made more sense for Ronda to interfere, causing the loss. Mm -hmm. You know, I just I didn't like I didn't like it. I never you know, I, you know, I never like beat the clocks because what it does is it invalidates the people that 
are the people to beat. You know, mm-hmm. it, it completely right. invalidates them. It makes them look like they just don't have any talent. Like, oh, you're, you're definitely going to lose. We just mm-hmm. want to know how fast you're going to lose. And you know what pisses me off that they're doing a beat that they did that, that they did beat the clock? Yeah. There was nothing in, like, incentive for it. There's no yeah. one. Usually beat the clocks have an incentive. You're right. You're right. You're right. Usually yeah. beat the clocks always have an incentive. Like, you get to be in an elimination chamber yeah. last, or yeah. you, you're in the Royal Rumble. There's always something yeah. that makes you want to win beat the clock. This and had no stakes. It was young. just you're feeding two young talents to Ronda and Charlotte yeah. for no apparent reason. This is why I feel the SmackDown's women's division is suffering right now. That's why I don't like Charlotte as champion because no I one don't wins. either. No one wins. And this is why I don't want the draft because like Raw made me really see like, yo, they have a solid, even Tamina and Dana Brooke, like they have a solid ass division over there. Mm-hmm. They and do. Everyone has history. Everyone has a story. Everyone has a feud. You know, everyone has bad blood. And mm-hmm. I feel like let this rock for a little while. Let this rock. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Let it rock. It feels like the only feuds that are going on on SmackDown are Sasha with, and Naomi with the tag titles with whoever they're going against and Charlotte and Ronda. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That is it. There are no other women's feuds. And literally, if you go on the red brand, which we have clowned on several times, yeah. like you said, there are multiple women doing multiple things yeah. in different feuds, whatever, matches, anything. Like, there were at least maybe, what, 10, 12 women used on Raw, which we'll get to later? Yep. About 12 women? Yep. SmackDown and have four. SmackDown, God, Lee. Like, like six? Six? It's a fucking train wreck over on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a women's wrestling fan, it's discouraging because we know what these women are capable of, but mm-hmm. they're not given the opportunity to do anything. They're giving these lackluster matches and lackluster situations that we have to suffer through it. They're like, mm-hmm. there was nothing about this beat the clock challenge that made me excited for WrestleMania backlash. Yeah, nothing. Nothing, nothing that happened made me say, Oh, I can't wait to see Ronda get her hands on Charlotte. Nothing right. that happened made me maybe any more excited. It made me want to watch it less. Mm-hmm. Even more. Even more. <laughs> I didn't think that was possible. So that happened. Um, and also Tamina had a Tamina and Dana Brooke and Reggie and Tizawa and Truth had a segment with the 24 mm-hmm. championship and Nikki and Dana Brooke. Somebody yeah. said she's a Grand Slam champion. I was like, nah, she's missing. They don't go to hell. <laughs> I'm like, nah, she's missing belt. She's missing. She's missing SmackDown. SmackDown and the NXT women's NXT, title. Yeah. Go to hell. Like, she ain't no damn Grand Slam. <laughs> hey, no. <laughs> No, go to hell. Um, <laughs> so moving on to Raw. No, no, you forgot. Oh. Did you mention the dewdrop thing? We see there you go. There oh, it goes again. Shit. Something happened. I love, and we brought this up last week. Where the fuck is dewdrop? Yeah. Nikki was sitting in the back, mad that she lost a 24-7 title. And Dewdrop came up to her like a yeah. G and was like, You ready to stop playing now? Yep. Like, you done? Are you finished? And Nikki looked at her and was like, yes. So maybe this is the end of Nikki Ash, and now we'll get Nikki Cross back, and you can form a team with her and Dewdrop to be legit. And I think this would work. 
valid contenders for Sasha and for Sasha and Naomi. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I think that's what we need. I, I think that we don't get me wrong. I, I love the fact they allowed Nikki Cross to express herself in this um gimmick. Mm-hmm. But I feel like at this time we don't have time for any we don't have time for any weak competitors. We need everyone to be a legit threat. And I feel like mm-hmm. that's what Raw feels like. It feels like everyone in that main event was championship material. Even and you know I'm not the biggest fan of Liv Morgan, but in that match, I, I saw I think I'm I'm finally I don't I'm not saying I'm starting to see it. I think that she's showing I can hang, you know, mm-hmm. and I feel like that's that's a vibe I've never gotten from Nikki. A S H almost a superhero. Yeah, yeah, you got it, you got it, you got it. Yeah, I, I, I never got that vibe from her, and I feel like maybe this true heel turn with Dewdrop and will kind of give her that kind of edge she needs to make people take her a little bit more serious. Because right now, I just bro, you know, I don't see it. bro, it's not, it's not the vibe. Yeah, it's not it's the not vibe at all, dog. <laughs> nah, yeah. nah, fam. Not but I think whatever happens with them is going to be good. We, mm-hmm. it, it's, it's needed. It's definitely needed. It's needed, yeah. So, okay, that was everything, right? For for Raw, so six women tag SmackDown for SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. So Raw, Raw, we're talking. Okay, so let's talk about that Becky promo. Um, I gotta say, y'all know I don't really rock with Bex as far as like horse women, but that woman can talk. Mm-hmm. Like that woman can talk, man. She can cut a promo. Yeah. She can. I, I may not be the biggest fan of her matches, but like I love to see Becky Lynch and a mic. When mm-hmm. she said Oscar, she told Oscar to go be a warrior and she didn't. I was like, yo. And then when she said when Oscar came back, um, when I came back, Oscar ran. Like, yep. yo. That's true. And it's so funny. Like, she literally carries a, the mic well, and her tweet game is impeccable. Yeah. She yep. said, yo, <laughs> I posted it on WCW. She said, I, I literally handed this bitch the title. She <laughs> said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But you know what it is? And what I love about Becky Lynch's character, what I love about how she really en- en- envelops her her Becky Lynch character mm-hmm. is like, we know all of this stuff is not true. We know Oscar didn't run. You know, we know she didn't hand her the title. She had no choice because she was with child. You know, it wasn't like she just did it out of good faith. But Becky Lynch is so delusional, the character, that she believes this. And this is what makes this is what makes everything so much better is because she genuinely believes everything that is coming out of her mouth. Legit, everything. She really believes this is her come-up story again after yeah. losing the title at WrestleMania. And she's going to have the biggest comeback story. And we're all just going to sit here <laughs> Bear witness to it. She believes it, and it's and it almost makes you believe in her. I I, I hope that I start to enjoy. I'm not gonna say because this. I'm not gonna say like I hope she improves because she's Becky Lynch. She's not bad in the ring at all. I hope that I come to appreciate her in ring style as much as I appreciate her on the mic because that I've just, lately I've just been loving to see. It. Ever since she lost to Bianca, I've really seen her promo skills just really shine, and I really have come to appreciate it. Um, uh, yeah, so but that way, besides that, it was just a six woman tag, right? That we had to talk about the do okay. New Drop and Nikki had their thing, the 24 7 segment. Uh, 
What was it? Yeah, then we got the six woman tag. Six woman tag. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I feel like this, this six woman tag we had Bianca Belair, Oscar, and Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley, Sonya Deville, and Becky Lynch, and I feel like this is what it looks like when you book your faces properly. The mm-hmm. crowd was hot for every single face. Normally, you have like that one face that they like, yeah, and yeah. then <laughs> for the other ones, but yeah. they popped for everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, this is how you organically com- combine three separate rivalries and have them cross paths. You build everyone, everybody gets their shit in. The fur the storylines are further, the 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 hatred between all of these feuds is intensified. Um, the match wasn't spotty. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just it was it was a very enjoyable match. I think this is probably the best six woman tag match we've had in a while. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm feeling you on that one. Yeah, I'm really feeling you on that one. I I called it uh, when I was watching it with Jess and uh, with Ash. I said Ashley, I said this is like a house show match, and they had just been to the we just went to the house show for the Fatal yeah. Four a few days ago. And she and they looked at me and they were like, wow, you're right. Like it feels like a house show match. It's fun. The whole match was fun. Yeah. The crowd was behind the faces hard. They booed the heels. They loved when 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 the face was the face that's feuding with the heel matched up at some point and yeah. got into it. They popped when Liv and Rhea got into it. They yeah. popped when Bianca got and Sonya got into it. And they damn sure popped when Asuka and Becky got into it. Yeah. Everybody's feud added up. But yeah. can we talk about that double team move between Asuka and Liv Morgan? Oh, uh, with the the face break, the code breaker? Yep, the bump outside. up, the bump up, and then the code breaker on the yeah. outside. I screamed. I screamed. Yeah. I, I was like, oh, I was like, ah! <laughs> they're doing it <laughs> but, but this is why i said like i live morgan showed in that match that she can hang with the best of because like you know in the old days when you had like mickey james um who's another face a big face back then you'd have like mickey james molina and then like it'd be like kelly kelly, kelly, kelly. Like beth phoenix michelle mccool and like you know, it's like, come on now, like you know, good and well, like Kelly Kelly can't hold her own with Beth Phoenix and Michelle McCool, but yeah, like and Natty, yeah. and Natalia, yeah. yeah. But you could like feel like, yo, Liv could rock with Liv could take on Rhea, Liv could take on Becky, and um, and Liv could take on Sonya. Like it felt, everybody felt evenly matched. Mm-hmm. And I said, I keep saying this is why Charlotte Flair is not good for anyone because what it does is it makes things less exciting. When that match could have went either way with it either could have. Team, and would have been, I would have been fine with either result. Yep. Yep. But it made sense. All these six, all six of these women have feuds that make sense. And guess what? The champion was there, but it didn't really matter because you yep. still had the other two feuds that you were like, this was a match where everybody got something. Everybody got something. And I love. I love when matches have everybody get something and everybody gets their shit in, and you don't have to make it about the championship all the time. Yep. You can have everybody, a match where everybody eats. Everybody, everybody got highlighted. Everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what made the match so fun because y'all know I'm a Bianca fan. Like that's that's you know a one day one right there. Mm-hmm. But I love seeing the interaction between Oscar and Becky in the, in the beginning. And another another reason why this does feel like a live event or a house show match is because normally what 
the two people who are feuding do does do does whatever they stay away from each other in the match mm-hmm. you know you get a hint of them touching but they won't touch and this one nah tag me in like what's up like mm-hmm. it just felt very aggressive and very like like yo like we gotta get this out of mm-hmm. the way exactly and you know what another part is everybody yeah. had, like you said everybody's had past dealings with each other one way or another every single person has interacted with the other person at one point on the main roster yep i think oscar's pinned everybody in that ring Rhea's pinned everybody in that that ring bianca's pinned everybody in that ring except for liv Liv hasn't pinned everybody but liv's pinned liv's pinned pinned, no wait no they pinned becky in a tag match she did she did i don't think she's pinned Rhea. nah not yet not isn't yet. it funny? Isn't it funny how the raw women can't have a match at Backlash? Any of these women, <laughs> not even your raw women's champion, can have a match at Backlash. But, but Raw has been carrying the women's division. That that's exactly. the thing that that's been keeping it afloat. Because mm-hmm. I, I, it was such a different feeling with that six six woman tag match. Um, like e- even when you saw, saw the teams on the apron, like they looked happy, they looked hyped, they looked like they were ready to be there. And mm-hmm. um, and one thing I noticed too, what I like. I love the fact that the tag team champions are a whole other brand because you remember that really weird period during the, during the pandemic where the singles champion would also be the tag champion and they would just like whoever held the singles champion they would like put the tag championship on them too and like it was just stupid and so this oh, is Bailey what I like Sasha about era. yeah there that yep the Bailey Sasha era and it's like I feel like this is why I love the fact that let let the tag team champions unless you're in the stable leave that shit on the other brand uh, or whatever because i love the fact that it's not in the way because the tag titles felt like they were just in the way at some point mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah it's just a, it's, it was man that match was fun as hell it was so much fun it was and, and you literally and i said this before and i'll say it again any of these women both besides bianca because you pull her out could be a money in the bank and it would make sense yep 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 Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I thoroughly enjoyed this match. This is probably my favorite match of um of the weekend mm-hmm. of the week week rather. Yep. Um. So let's talk about NXT and the shenanigans with Toxic Attraction and I. I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh. When is this gonna be over? Title reign. Their title reign. Yeah, like all of it. When is it gonna end? I don't. I don't when you find when they find a liable reliable tag team on casey i mean caden and katana um or a a logical person to take the belt off of mandy in a one-on-one match it feels like it's gonna be whoever wins that breakout tournament Mm. it feels like it But because you know, Cora Jade's got her thing with Natty, so that's she's out of the title picture for a yeah. little bit. It's and not gonna be last, it's not gonna be Nikita. Nikita's in the tournament. I mean, all that she's not gonna win it. Uh, I don't I don't know. No, I'm don't saying know. no, I'm saying she's not gonna win the title off of Mandy. I doubt they do that. Hey, you heard what Wade said. They left he she left us thirsty on Maine. She might win that because <laughs> of the internet, but I don't know. I I, I don't think Nikita's ready. I she's don't. not and i like her i like her a lot but she's not ready if anybody who could win that tournament it's probably roxanne yep that's mm-hmm. why i think she take it off of mandy oh yeah because she's the she's 
to me, she's the most polished. Yep. Yep. In this whole tournament, and it's got we've got a lot of people in that tournament. Make new faces. She's the most I've never seen before. Yeah, we don't know what they are, what they what they're capable of. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we, but we know what Roxanne's capable of. Mm -hmm. We so, do. We know what she's capable of. But I guess we'll see. I just I'm just tired of this toxic attraction. I'm tired. I Wendy Chu is very funny. Don't get me wrong. I I do enjoy some of her shenanigans, but I feel like championships sometimes. I think the fusing to be a little more serious serious. And I feel like she just adds too much of a comedy element to everything that she's in. And I just, I don't know, I enjoy her work, though, but I just, I'm not feeling the toxic attraction shit anymore. Yeah, I, it was funny. It was funny the first time that it was just, mm, it's, yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I, I think it's going to lead to, like, Wendy trying to take the title off of Mandy. <clears throat> or them going after the tag titles, her and Roxanne. Mm, I'm going to be so irritated if she takes it off of Mandy and then, and Candace never got a rain. I'm going to be irritated. <laughs> Like you gave it to Wendy Chu, love Wendy Chu, but nah, fam. <laughs> bro, I'm nah, fam, this ain't the one. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm gonna be hot. I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna be hot. Like, yeah. So, but um, so we had uh, damn, what else happened on NXT? Oh, Lash, Legend, and Natty, the cheater, um, infidel, um, cheated on Shayna Baszler. Uh, versus Cord Jade and Nikita Lions. Um, I feel like we've seen this match before. Didn't they have a match last week? Nikita and Lash had a match, and then Natty and Cora came out to okay. Back okay, home. yeah, I was like, I know these these four mm. before, but um, I mean, I think it was a good match. I I think everybody had chemistry. Lash and Nikita, I think they're good. They definitely have. You know who they remind me of? Bianca and Rhea. Kind of came in around the same time, you know, same skill level, you know, same kind of crowd reaction where people are kind of like keeping their eye on them, yeah. both getting pushed. I feel like they make each other better. And I feel like this is going to be a dope ass, like long term feud if mm -hmm. it's done right because their interactions in the ring, like they, you can tell, like they know each other. Right. You know, they they have a lot of time with each other. I just don't want them to turn into a tag team. You know they're going to. God, you, know, no. you know they're going to. No. Enemies no, no. turn best friends and that's <laughs> strange bedfellows, tag teams. They're gonna say you two are gonna learn to get along. They're gonna put you in a tag team match. You know what's gonna happen? They're gonna put them in the number one contenders tag team match versus Kate first versus uh Kaden and Katana, and then they're gonna beat them. <laughs> Ah, that's what's gonna happen. That's what's gonna happen, man. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, I don't either. But I like the match though. I think um Natalia definitely is eating up the NXT crowd. I think she loves the energy down there. And you mm -hmm. can tell Natalia is kind of reminding me of Randy Orton. She's having a blast. She's enjoying it. Oh, she's loving it. Yeah, she's loving it. It's a you can tell Natty is like she gets to be the mentor to the younger talent. She gets to yeah. be like a coach and a leader, which is what she's honestly very good at. Natty's a great wrestler. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of hers, but she can go yeah. with the with the talent, with the time she's putting in the work with Nikita and Cora 
and Lash and whoever steps up to her and wants to have a match, it's going to lead to them being better because they had time with Natty. Yep. Yep. Natalia definitely is the person to polish people. Mm -hmm. uh, you can even tell her influence over Shayna Baszler because, you know, Natalia, you know, actually trained with Shayna Baszler, you know, getting her into the WWE. Um, her influence in the wrestling ring definitely, you can tell it is rubbed off on the likes of Michelle McCool because I know that at one point, um, from my understanding, Natalia and Michelle McCool kind of not butted heads backstage a little bit, but Natalia tried to teach Michelle some things and she wasn't really receptive to it. Mm. But you can tell, you know, working with Natalia paid off because Michelle McCool turned out to be, you know, an amazing uh, wrestler. And I, I feel like Natalia definitely has pro wrestling's best interest at heart with everything she does. And I can't wait to see what she does, the work she does, working with Corey Jaden down at NXT because they get only good things come from working with Natalia. You learn so much. Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. So uh, was that all that we had on NXT? Because I don't think we had much else to the, That's it, really. That was the only women's match we really had. Damn, that was it? That was it. Because yeah, Manny got painted orange in the spray tan thing. And then. Yeah, and then, the you know, the toxic beach. attraction beach thing. Yeah. And But they mostly talked about the breakout tournament. Yeah. And it started next week. Yeah, and who was in it? And surprisingly, um, I, when Nikita said she was in it, I didn't know. I went to the bathroom real quick, and then I came back, and she she was on Twitter saying, "Well, you know, who do you think's gonna win?" And like there was a poll, and she was leading the poll. Yeah, I mean, she's over. She's over, man. She's over as hell. Yeah, I think what's gonna happen is a heel needs to know because then Manny's heel. Never mind. But um, I don't know. I, I can't wait to see the NXT Breakout Tournament. I think it's going to give us some new, fresh faces to kind of look at. Is the mm -hmm. Mae Young Classic just not coming back? Did they get rid of that? Uh, it's, it's on hold from what they're saying. They want to bring it back. They just want to figure it out first and how to put it together properly. I feel like the breakout is for like new people, and I feel like the Mae Young Classic is going to be for like well-known indie wrestlers to kind of get a W uh, to kind of gauge how the WWE universe would feel about indie wrestlers. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's kind of the vibe they're going to go for. Breakout is for homegrown WWE talent. Mae Young is for like people who already know what they're doing. You know who I would love to see in in in, in NXT 2.0. I cool. think they would make a killing. Big Swole. I want the best for Swole. I feel like they would never. <laughs> they they would, never? would never. They had her and let her go. Like, y'all crazy. AEW did the same thing. Yeah, like, y'all let her go. Y'all are wild for that. Uh, I, hope I don't know. I, I'm going to keep my eye out, my ear out, you know, for, for both breakout talent and, you know, indie talent to come and show what they got on Mayhem Classic. But uh, women's wrestling in WWE, you know, there's good side, there's bad side, but whatever it is, we're going to stick it out and talk about it, you know, we do on WCW. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so but I think that's all we had to talk about this week on uh, for the WWE stuff. And we'll we'll probably be back next week to kind of just touch on what happened on the, um, the, the AEW and the Impact stuff. We really hadn't had time to touch bases and go over that stuff. We don't want to give you a half-ass show, y'all, so we'd rather give you what we know about. Um, so... 
I guess let's go ahead and get out of here. Wade, where can we find you at? You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Wade Olson. I'm sorry, at Wade Olson 3 on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter at Wade Olson. I am part of a lavish podcast network called the Fourth World Pop Network, where I like to hashtag make it pop with my own solo show called The Most Lavish Pod. I think I am going to drop a new episode coming out tomorrow where I talk about the new batman podcast that recently came out i don't know if you heard it it seems pretty dope man it's really really good um i wasn't aware oh dope dope i'll talk to you about it off here i'll send you the link and everything um and uh you can follow that on most lavish pod on twitter and most lavish the most lavish pod on instagram uh i'm also part of another wrestling podcast where i cover everything not just women's wrestling called new normal wrestling and that happens every every Friday. You get a brand new episode. That's where you can find me at. Cool, cool. You can find me across most social media platforms at the Avatar RAJ, or you can find me at the Silver Site, or at the Silver Site with the underscore in the end, or for the Blurcher. Um, most likely, I would like for you to find me on TikTok though, because I've been trying to push that a little harder. Uh, you know, not going solo exactly, but just trying to you know, spread my wings and fly, you know, see mm-hmm. what I'm capable of. You know, I'm on, everybody has their own solo thing going on. So I figured, hey, why not? So if you could head over to TikTok and hit me up at the Serial Binger, I would greatly appreciate that. Give me a follow and like a few of my videos. With that being said, thank you guys so much for tuning in. My name is RJ. And I'm Wade. And this has been another episode of WCW Better Days. Mm-hmm.